0: Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's podcast of Voice of the VIP. My name is Abraham Joseph Ajani-Fuja. I'm your host, creator of the VIP concept, vision, intent and purpose, author of the VIP Christian and podcasting as voice of the VIP welcome how are you doing yes and how are you feeling because we cannot oh my God. the purpose of our Called today, um, according to the, the mission of the Voice of the VIP, uh, is to uh, encourage leaders and to um, create a, a sea of leaders all across the human spectrum, um, either in the home, any business, uh, in in government in education or in religion you know those five main areas of the society to create a sea of leaders who are VIP leaders now VIP in the sense that they know they understand and they are living according to God's VIP You know, God has chosen leaders to be the means, the channel through whom he will reflect the beauty of his glory. Because when we go all the way back to the beginning, we find that the reason God created the world, you know, is to express the beauty of his glory. Okay? The sun, the moon, and the stars, the ocean, the mountain, the birds in the air, the fish in the sea, you know. They are all expressions of the beauty of the glory of God. Psalm 19, the Bible tells us that. The heaven declares the, the glory of God. The firmament is the handiwork. In other words, when we look at the, when we look at the heaven, when we look at the sky, when we look at the, the rainbow, we see beauty, you know. And, and, the, and, the, and God says, further that day unto day, they speak, you know, which means as the sun comes out from its chamber, you know, makes its round throughout the earth and the world, different time zones, and the moon comes out and does the same, and the stars all coming out at different times, they are all speaking one language the language of beauty of their creator. So that's why we must not stop at just admiring those things that God has created. God wants us to see those things, but think about Him. So God created all those things to express the beauty of His glory. And God reserved the best of the best of His creation until the this, until this sixth day. Mankind, when He created you and I, you know, as descendants of Adam and Eve. So that is why God created. God wants to reflect His beauty in us. Right now, today, and every day, that is God's good pleasure. You know, it supersedes every purpose of all institutions, or budgeting, or planning, or forecasting, all those things, if they do not include how to express the beauty of the glory of God in man, in the people, they're just self serving They're not serving God. As simple as that. Okay? And last time we mentioned that there's no organization on the face of the earth that is too sophisticated that will say no profit is better than people well even though they won't say that but that's what is happening and that has come to the displeasure of god so leaders must take notes we must take notes i'm speaking to myself we must take note of this priority of the pleasure of God, the expression of the beauty of his glory in his image bearers is above everything else, is above everything else. You know, in order to sustain that, in order to assure that God. God's eyes looks to and through the earth seeking for leaders, people that it can bring up, raise up to assume the position of leadership for a period of time and fulfill their purpose for that generation. If you look at the history of the United States or any, any other country, it's a succession of leaders, you know. It's all succession of leaders, except of course for those countries where you know the leader wants to be a you know perpetual leader, you know for life. God does God does not intend that. God brings variety of beauty of 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 styles of leadership, you know of characters of of all the different ways that God has trained these people when He raised them up. They're gonna bring some forms of leadership that is different from the past ones, but always according to his vision, intent, and purpose. So when we look at the world today, what do we see? You know, we see you know the image bears of God, whether in the home, in the business, in government, in schools, in, in religion, we see, you know, we see we, we see we see our faces, you know we not lying. They are physically betray us of what is going on inside. There's pain and suffering. There's fear. There's anxiety. There's uncertainty. Huh? There's doubts, concerns. Looking back to the whole life and say, wait a minute, what have I built my life upon? Those kind of questions go in our hearts. We are thinking about that. We don't. We don't speak them out. We go to bed thinking about them. Okay? It's not about dollars and cents. Yeah, dollars and cents will give us a home, give us a car, a can of food. But after all those things, there's still certain things we are thinking about that's much, much deeper. Poor people think about that. Rich people think about the same thing. But God does not, God did not create a war filled with people, his image bearers, who are lost, who are fearful, who are not living up to the potential of their lives. God did not create that. I mean, that's a reflection of God's image. I mean, if you're a father or a mother, And you look at your son, your daughter, and they are living under value. Whereas you have the ability, you know, to give them what they need. You know, as human as we are, we're going to rush to the rescue. We're going to do something about that. You know, we're going to talk to them. We're going to seek. We want to find out what's wrong. We want to let them reflect, you know, our image I mean, which better would want to do that? We want to, them to reflect our image, our image of, of you know, standard that we hold to be true. You know, if it is fear, we find a way to calm their fears. If it is lack, we find a, a way to, to give them what they need. I mean, not to spoil them, but at least to, to up-level their, their, their image. You know, if it is sadness, we, we want them to be happy. We want to do something about it so they can reflect our image. And so if we as human, you know, we are so righteous and so concerned and so wise to take of, of our children, our image bearers, how much more God who created the billions and billions of people on the face of the earth how much more do we think God cares about His image bearers? You know, and that's why the leaders are there for. The leaders are there to ensure that in the process of them leading, in the process of them making profit, in the process of them making forecasts, you know, in the process of them having these board meetings and all these conferences that the well-being of the human being under their care is paramount the human being under their care they are not means to an end okay they are not sacrifices for the leaders You know, to to suck out and sap out their energy and don't compensate them well or create an environment company that's so threatening, they're so fearful that people don't want to come to work. And they dread coming to their office because of this kind of leadership that they have. Assuming, of course, that the employees are obeying the, the company policy, I have to put that in there, all right so you know my heart is is for leader because you know god loves leaders i mean that's why he raised them up because they are representing him if you look at the bible throughout the bible god always shows some kind of you know preference for leaders that he has chosen he defends them he protects them you know that's why we must respect our leaders today. It doesn't matter who they are. You know, once they assume that position of leadership, they are representing God, pure and simple. You can't debate that. You can't rationalize that. You, you can't say that God, God, God made a mistake. No. That's exactly what God intended for that particular time. For a a particular purpose, we just don't know it. Okay? We don't know the whole end for the beginning of God's God's doings. That's why you must respect these leaders that God has chosen. So, on the one hand, the leaders are facing the, the, you know, responsibility of leading their uh, flocks, you know, yeah, they are flocks. We use flocks for, for biblical terms a lot, but leaders, anywhere they are leading, they are leading flocks. We need to be careful. So on one hand, they have to cons- be concerned about leading their flock, and on the other hand, they have to be concerned about doing what God has called them to do, whether they know God or not. So we see that leaders are kind of in a tight place like that. So it's lonely there for leaders, my friends. It is. It is. If we only knew what leaders think about when they go to bed at night, you know, after they've had all those good, bad, and ugly of their leadership styles, they go to bed at night. There's no leader there who, who, who's saying that look, I'm gonna I'm gonna wake on one more, I'm gonna let him have it. Or I'm gonna destroy these people. You know, I mean leaders are human, but there's a fear of God is still down in there. God will make sure that they know that He is in charge. Okay? So that's why here and the voice of VIP uh We have a a special heart for leaders, okay? We want to support leaders. We want to encourage them. We want to listen to them, what they are going through in their hearts, okay? We want to give them a voice. We want want to give voice to their feelings, to their their thoughts, their imaginations. If we only knew, if we only knew that they really want to do the right thing. But they don't control all the circumstances. You know, they don't have power to do that. But if they align with God, with God's vision, intent, and purpose, God's will, that's God's way, that's God's wisdom, that's God's good pleasure. If they align with that, they are more at peace knowing that God is going to take care of those things that, you know, they don't have any control over because it's the only God who can do that. So last time we, we talked about, you know, leaders who, you know, um uh Showing the image. I mean, God is using leaders right now to show the image of the condition of the world. Let's just put that away. And we talked about clouded faces last like time, cladded faces. You know, you know, the beauty of the glory of a God in man is now a clouded face. Can you just imagine that? God is saying something through that clouded face that we all carry about. But when you see the leaders of the countries, we're not talking about in the homes anymore, or even, or even you know, in, in the in the in the in the um, small small guys. We're talking about leaders in public places, putting on declared mask, mask to cover their face and their noses. God is saying something there, my friends, that. Over the course of centuries past, leaders have led, and leaders have led. There are a lot of things under the iceberg that is coming out to the surface, and the result of that—that is to the displeasure of God—in the way we treat each other. Because that's the standard. It's not the money. I mean, there's a lot of money in the world today. A lot of wealth in the world today, but there's no peace. Look at all the sickness and all the things all over the world. I mean, leaders were there. So God is saying through this corona, this unrest, and all other things that's going on that we don't even know yet, they're under the iceberg. God is giving us a warning. To change our ways. Okay. You remember that the theme of this first season of this podcast is give to God, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and give to God what is God's. That was Jesus' statement to the leaders who were asking that question. Because the way to ensure that God's beauty of the glory of God is being reflected in the, in the businesses, in the religion places, in the homes, in education, in government okay, is when you have a stable leadership a stable leadership okay, and a stable leadership that understands the meaning of giving to God what is God's when you have those things working, you have peace Okay, you have an environment where profit can be created and generated. You have an environment of, of peace, profit, and prosperity. You know, you have an environment where we are seeing the kingdom of God coming down on earth. We are seeing heaven on earth. We see glimpses glimpse of that. It's beautiful. That's what we are looking for. That is what we are are looking for, peace, love, understanding. We're looking for authentic relationships. So in order to have that kind of peace between how the government rules and how we as human beings live and leaders all over the world, there must be understanding of God's VIP on both sides. There must be. So the, the purpose of leaders is to is to live by God's VIP, create a, create an environment where God's VIP can can triumph. That's God's beauty, and for the citizens to also understand the 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 the, 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 the have the knowledge and understanding of God's VIP. Okay, and so far. With the evidence we see in the world today, you know, that's not the case. When the whole world is living 80% under value, then God's VIP, you know, we are living out of alignment with God's VIP. Either as government leaders or even as citizens. But we want to Focus on leaders because, on one part, because they are the ones that have the power, the authority, you know, the the access, you know, the the the, the proclamation to make things happen. God has given them that power and authority, you know. So they are the ones that can lead in such a way to encourage the citizens to understand what God's VIP is. So we are talking about leaders, you know, in all those five main areas of the society. Because God wants us to know that He's displeased with us. I mean, if we have climate face right now, what is going to be next? Do we even think about that? Or we just Thing that we're climate faces is something that the virus corona caused. Very soon we're gonna find a cure for it and it's gonna go away like the Spanish flu and all that, and they went away. This one's gonna come and it's gonna go away, also. If we think like that, then we are setting up ourselves for something that we I don't think we will know what, what it is. Because God will continue to apply that pressure on leaders until we are convicted about the ways we have been leading. Okay? So, you can have some clarity-faces leaders, but who are also being convicted right now. I want to think so. I want to believe so. That there are leaders right now who would rather not put on that mask on their faces Because it's embarrassing, number one. You know, it it, 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 it lowers the dignity of, of, of the office of a leader to put on a, a mask on the face. What are you talking about? And that's exactly what God wants to happen. God wants that to happen so we can see and see the reflection of ourselves. You know, I mean, you can't even smile the face with, with with the mask, the mask. You, you don't even know who you're talking to. Sometimes I have to ask people, "Can you please lower the mask? I can see. I can see, I can see who you are. But I don't know who they are. If you see them somewhere else, I mean, it breaks up the relationship. It breaks up the community. It breaks up the gathering. You know, it breaks up everything that God wants to do to bring people together. These cluttered faces and 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 staying and you know this. Rules and regulations about how the gathering of people, you know, is working against what God wants to do. So God is allowing it. So perhaps we are going to think and be convicted there's something wrong in the way that we're leading. So there must be conviction. That will be the next step. After this clarity, Pharisees, we must not be content with that. We must not, we must not say, okay, well, You know, it's going to come and go. No, we have to have the introspection that there's something wrong. This is not God's war. This is not the the kind of war God intended when he created the war. Three, six months ago, it wasn't like that. And we can't be content with it today. So I'm asking leaders, are you satisfied with clouded faces? Or not? If you are satisfied with clouded faces, then you are setting up yourself for a big, big shake-up. You know, go and ask the, the, the leaders in the Bible. Go and ask Nebuchadnezzar, for example, that God brought up, God raised him up and God brought him down to the point that he, he was eating, he was eating wheat like an animal. God can do all those things. I mean, there's nothing that God cannot do. But God is also love. God will not deny himself in, in his loving nature. God is always merciful and is always gracious. I mean, if we are to take a, 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 a spiritual telescope or microscope, and just project out our lives since we have been born to see all the things we have done wrong. Let me just put that way. I mean, lies, cheating, bearing false witness, adultery, you know, all the areas of the Ten Commandments of God. That we are broken in, 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 in small ways and in big ways. And we have to project that out and see how dark our heart really is. Our heart is, is really sinful and desperately wicked. You know, God still loved us. God still loved us. Whether we are Christian, Muslim, or any other religion, God still loves us because God will not deny himself. We are his, he may be in us. So some of us have recognized that. That the hand of God is upon our lives. God has been gracious to us. When we look back and see all the things we have done and how God has loved us to them all, then we, we 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 become convicted and become contrite in our hearts. But before being being before becoming contrite, you know we have to be convicted first of all. Okay. So and that's where I want to just you know stop our discussion today. It's a conviction is saying that you know God is right, and I've done something that's against God's will, and I'm willing to confess it. You know, so I get I get convicted, and I, I and I confess it. So leaders, we have to get convicted, you know, but don't stay there. Don't keep that thing down in our hearts. Don't keep down the pain and suffering or conviction in our hearts. You know, to do that and don't confess, it's just been self-serving. It's been self-significant in ourselves. We are being self-righteous. We are justifying our leadership style. No matter what we've done wrong, we are justifying that. Well, there must be something wrong about that after I'm the leader. We are saying that. So if you as a leader if you are convicted then I implore you to then confess it speak it out okay speak it out to God first of all in your prayers and speak it out to anyone that you think needs to know of course i mean that comes with your level of maturity and your level of, um, uh, of 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 wellness to know that when you do something like that, you are not going to feel. I mean, you are doing it for the right reason, and you are ready to take up anything that comes along with that. Confession is very powerful, you know, but it comes after conviction. So, can you imagine if all over the world right now we see leaders of nations? We see leaders of companies. We see leaders in homes, leaders in businesses, leaders in education, managers, you know, leaders, you know, expressing the fact that yes, they have been convicted about this and this and this. What they have done, that's not right before God faces. They have been justified in the past, but right now they know it is wrong. They've been convicted on the inside. Their conscience is not letting them go. This is wrong. This is against the will of God. Whether you know God or not. If the love of God is in our hearts. Okay? The love of God is in our heart. We know what is good and we know what is evil. We just know it. it doesn't, we don't have to be Christian or non-Christian. For that. We don't have to be Muslim. We don't have to be Jewish. We, don't have to, we know what is good and evil. So if you as a leader, you are being convicted in your heart, in your conscience, deep down in your heart about things you have done in the past or that you are doing right now. The beautiful thing to do is to admit it, to believe that it's true, and to confess it. So that's the ABC. ABC of expressing you know God's will in your life as leader is to admit that yes you have done those things wrong you believe that those things are true God's will and then you're convicted and then you're confessing that can you imagine that happening all over the world and leaders leading the way and Christian leaders, especially leading the way, because you know we believe that we have the intimacy with God. We are the one that should feel the first conviction, because Christ dwells in our hearts. He speaks to us. The Word of the Holy Spirit is filling our hearts. We are the one to take the lead. As a matter of fact, I will close with this uh, in the book, The VIP Christian. Um, This is one of the paragraphs there that I love so much. It said that um, there's a gap in our gospel that is creating an environment of divisions along the lines of race, class, ethnicity, culture, language, age, and social economic status. But deep down in the core of our being is the VIP light that wants to shine to bring the broken pieces together. Songs have been composed about it. Sonnets and poems have been written about it. Philosophers have pondered on it, and prophets have spoken of it. The cross section of humanity in all social structures of women, children, and men from all cultures, languages, and color cry for this line to shine. If this line is to break out and pierce the pockets of darkness, in all our social structures, structures, in other words, in our family, in our education, in our businesses, in our politics, in our entertainment, in government, in religion, then God's VIP Christian will have to lead the way. And that same goes for every leader, whether you're a Christian or not. We have to lead the way. God is waiting for us to do that. You know, look at all the leaders God has used in the Bible. You know, God. You know, gave them the grace. They confessed, and God restored them to their position. Okay, God. God loves leaders. God wants us to succeed. God wants us to respect leaders and pray for them, so that they can they can be successful in the thing that God has given them to do. But but the question for leaders is this. Are you satisfied with clouded faces? If not, what are you doing about it? My name is Abraham Joseph Ajenefugia, author of The VIP Christian. I'm podcasting today as Voice of the VIP. Please visit us at www.abrahamjoseph.co. Check out our book. Check out uh, the audiobook. Check out other electronic way for you can get a VIP Christian. Uh, there's a T-shirt that you can also get. Uh, you can book us for coaching. We love to come and partner with you and bring a VIP um, system of creating value in your company. We love like to bring a coaching system, a coaching system um, to your company, and we also love to speak in your gatherings, and conferences, or you know any kind of occasion you're having that you need some speakers. Uh, We can come and speak there. Until next time, my friends, may you have a VIP day. Thank you.